It's good to be here tonight. Our pastor is uh, down at Buckeye preaching a revival, and he asked me if I would help take care of service tonight, and I told him I'd try my best. Uh, it's always a nervous thing standing in front of your church trying to follow the Lord, but uh, it's an honor to get to do it. Uh, I was thinking last night when we were at Golf League, uh, we had 16 teams of two, two-man teams, so we got 32 people out there golfing on uh, Tuesday nights, and I'd say about 95% of those people are from our church, and uh, I was thinking how a lot of people, they think that their church folks are the last thing they describe them as. I've got some co-workers, and they describe them as friends or co-workers, and after about six months or so, they'll say, oh, yeah, we go to the same church together. Uh, but it's a little bit different here. Our, ch- our church people are our family, and uh, I'm really thankful for our church people. Uh, I, it, they just really helped me so much. But it's good to be here tonight. We'll ask, uh, if you all will, to stand to your feet. And I'll say the prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we're just so thankful tonight, Lord, for our church, Lord, and what she stands for, Lord, and uh, how she's always been there, Lord, to support us, Lord, and help us and guide us and teach us, Lord. It's just been a real blessing in my life, Lord, and I just ask you to go with us as we go throughout our service, Lord. Bless the man who stands to preach. Just make it easy for him, Lord, and let the gospel go out and touch the hearts and lives of people here. We ask all this in your heavenly name we pray. Amen. Turn it over to Brother Taylor.
I'm not sure whose turn it is to open up, but if you've got it on your heart, you're more than welcome to. Terry asked me to take care of church before church and at the end. He didn't say anything about opening up, so. Jerry? Jared? I'm getting told it's your night tonight, Jared. Let's pray for him, church. I'm nervous. Uh, I ask that you all pray for me. I'm just glad to be here. Um, you know, I probably haven't been coming as much as I should have, but it's a good feeling being here, seeing everybody's faces. Um, I ask that anybody have anything on their heart. everybody stand please unspoken requests all around the house any spoken Nobody else will ask you to lead us in prayer.
Ask anyone has a song or a testimony. Appreciate Jared. Did a real good job. That'd be hard to get put on the spot like that, but he did a fantastic job. Appreciate you, buddy. He gave plenty of time, but I feel like asking one more time, does anybody have a song or a testimony on your heart before we look to these preachers? pray for me. Um, I've never tried this song before. I've just listened to it in the car a couple times. Um, I just want to ask the church for your prayers. Um, I'm not out, but I'm not as in as I was, and I just feel like I could be doing better, and I should be doing better. I haven't really had the drive to come to church the last couple weeks. I don't want to get back in that spot, and it scares me. So just pray for me while I try and sing this. Lord, I've had my share of doubts and fears and questions. And I struggle so with knowing what to do. But I'm not afraid to face what is uncertain. Cause even when no answers are in view, I am sure of you. If nothing else in this world could ever be true, let the mountain 
mountains be shaken, into the sea let the sky fall, out of the blue, I am sure, I am sure of you. I've been let down by friends who had the best intentions. Disappointed when my hopes and dreams fell through. I have battled long because I fell forsaken. But you've always been there when I needed you. I am sure of you. If nothing else in this world could ever be true, let the mountains be shaken into the sea. Let the sky fall out of the blue. I am sure, I am sure of you. Appreciate Shayla, appreciate that song, and I appreciate what she said, and um, that's a tough spot to be in, and uh, I've been there before, and uh, God kind of put the scripture on my heart, and uh, I wasn't sure what he wanted me to say about it, but um, Shayla kind of brought something to my mind. It's in Second Kings, and it's about uh, Naaman, and he had leprosy, and it says, Uh, And Elisha sent a messenger unto him, saying, Go and wash in Jordan seven times, and thy flesh shall come again to thee, and thou shalt be clean. But Naaman was wroth, and went away, and said, Behold, I thought, he will surely come out to me and stand, and call on the name of the Lord his God, and strike his hand over the place, and recover the leper. Are not Abana and Farpar rivers of Damascus better than all the waters of Israel? May I not wash in them, and be clean? So he turned, and went away in rage. And his servants came near and spake unto him and said, My father, if the prophet had bid thee to do some great thing, wouldst thou not have done it? How much then when he saith to thee, Wash and be clean? And I was thinking how um, it's real easy when God wants us to do some great big thing. Sometimes we can really buckle down and pray real hard, and it seems like we're real close. But when uh, things seem to be going a little bit easier, we don't buckle down as hard, or maybe we don't uh, get as close as we'd like to, and we get real discouraged. But uh, what the fact of the matter is, it's our effort that counts. God just wants us to give 100% no matter what it is, and he'll see us through every time. So I'm thankful for you, Shayla. I appreciate what you said. Does anybody else have anything? If not, we'll look to these preachers. I'm not as good at twisting arms as Terry is, but I'll call on you. Start down here. Levi, you got anything? All right, he's shaking his head no. Coop? Neil? Let's pray for Neil. Appreciate being here. 
Um, I don't know if I'll get to preach or not, but I'm going to try anyway. I feel like the Lord wants me to try, so um, messed up before, so I'm going to try anyway. But uh, we're just thankful for being here, and I got—I was kind of laughing. I looked at the list, and I seen Jared was up. And I, I seen he didn't—he didn't see it, and he, I couldn't see it. He, he didn't know he was up, but I appreciate him trying. I, you know, I could have, you know, he could have just as easily said, "No, I'm not. I'm not coming up there." So I'm, I'm proud of you, buddy. I thought you done great. Um, it's, it's, it's not easy to try to follow the Lord sometimes, but uh, like you said, I, the effort is what's important. Um, I can remember being little and playing t-ball and, you know, peewee and stuff, and Dad always told me, he's like, as long as you're giving an effort, you know, I won't, you know, you won't get in trouble, you know, and I can remember, and he could tell, I mean, and I'm watching my kids, I can tell when they're giving effort, but he could tell when I wasn't giving effort, when I was just kind of jogging along, he's like, you know, run fast, you know, stop playing around and do what you're supposed to do, and, and even if you messed up, it's, you know, you, you were trying. There, was, there wasn't a, I felt like I would, I would get better or I would, I would try. There wasn't a, the, the, when I failed, it wasn't as, it, I don't really know how to describe, but it just, it, it, the trying, the Lord will, 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 he'll reward that try. And, and, and I felt good when I tried. Um, but uh, when, you, when you follow the Lord, even when you mess up, it's, it's, it's just a blessing. It, it, it's helped me many times just to get up and fail, and, and just in my eyes, and somebody will say, you've done, you done, you done a fine job, because I felt the Lord when people do that before. Um, it, it's, it's just a good thing. It's amazing, and we serve a God that'll, that even if you get up and fail or seem like you fail, it's, it's a good thing. So um, I, I, I appreciate being here, and, um, you know, I, I've really, the Lord's really been blessing me um, just to ponder on them and some, and, um, and I, I just... I'm thankful for, for opportunities to preach, and I'm thankful for opportunities to do my job. And um, but we've all got a job. It's not it's not just a preacher. I, I you know I've sat there and not preached, and uh, you know wasn't where I needed to be. And um, and I and there was a longing. There was something missing that I wasn't doing my job. And and you know even before that, when before the Lord called me to preach, if I wasn't where I needed to be, Bill, I knew it. And you know, if I wasn't able to pray or I wasn't able to sing, or there, there, everybody's got a job, and and the Lord will let you know what it is. And and I'm so thankful for that because it just it we're, He gives you something to do for Him. He's just not worthless. He, he He saved you. He sent His Son to die because you're we're not worthless. He loved us that much, um, and and that He just He sent His Son to die. I couldn't send my son to die for anybody. I'd want to die for my son, but um, He sent His Son to die for me. Um, but uh, you pray. Um, I just want to do my best to serve the Lord, and, and I want to read in the, I'm reading as Isaiah in the, in, the, in the 55th chapter, and I just want to take my time, and um, I just hope the Lord, will, the Lord will preach, and Neil can get out of the way, and um, my heart's desire is to see somebody, you know, get what I've got, or to get close. Um, I've been where, I've been to the place where, where, where Shayla is, and where you feel like you're not where you're supposed to be, but... Um, I can. I love the way she said it. I don't want to go back to the way I was, but we're we're changed. We're, when we get saved, we're changed. We're not like we used to be. I, I've said this before. Um, I've got a couple of friends that I that are still really, really close with me today that I went to school with, and um, and they remember how I was when I was a nine year old boy. They seen a change in a nine year old boy. Um, I was I was pretty mean back then, and that's what they remember. And there was a change. And that's just amazing to me that the Lord can change somebody. A little nine-year-old boy that didn't really know anything about anything, and there was a change in him. And, um, and it's the change that was made then is still changed on the inside now. And I don't want to go back to the way I was. I want to, I want to move forward. 
Um, and uh, I, if you would, just please pray for Grandpa. I know there's more people praying for him than I think anybody I know. Um, and I, the Lord's powerful, and prayer's a powerful thing, and um, and um, he can he can reach him anywhere. And um, and I'm just so thankful for that. Um, he knew where to find me. And you know, you, we we learn about Adam and Eve when he come walking in the garden. He said, "Adam, where art thou?" He didn't ask because he didn't know where he was. He wanted Adam to know that he didn't know where he knew where he was. It, it's it's we have to realize that we have a peace miss. We have to realize that we're lost. We have to realize that we need the Lord more than our next breath. And once we come to that realization, we're going to desire that. Or you, you should desire that. It, it, it's a scary thing, I think, when, when the Lord comes to you. And I think that's why the Bible talks about the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. When you fear the Lord, you, you know what the Lord can do. And you know that you need the Lord more than your next breath. And, and I, I don't know how people can stand to, and uh, like we talk about white knuckles. I don't, I don't know how people can white, to hang on to the bench. And, and not come up. And, um, and, and people that are saved got stories like that. I, I love hearing salvation stories. But um, everybody that's walked the aisle that got saved, Carl, they've, they, they've been a witness to, to somebody that's lost. Um, that testimony that they've got, that, that's what helps people. And, um, and that's what helped me when I was a little boy. I can remember, you know, the, the church camp. I can remember sitting there. I can remember praying. I really can kind of remember how I was praying. I can remember my knee was up, and I can remember a tear falling down and hitting my knee. I had shorts on. I, I don't know why I can remember those, that details. But there was a change that happened when I was a nine-year-old boy, and, um, and I'd give anything for that change to happen to my grandpa, Bill. Um, I'd give anything, but the Lord gave it all. I can't give anything. All I can do is tell him about the Lord and, 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 and follow the Lord and, and show him, but he's got to be the one to make the choice. He's got to have the faith, and he's got to trust in the Lord that he's the one, that he's the one and all. He's the Son of God, and he died for our sins. And he's, he's got to do that. And um, if you're lost today, that's what you've got to do. You've got to trust in the Lord that he's the son of God, that he died for your sins. And he, he's the only way. The Bible said he is the truth. He's the only way, the truth, the way, the life. I don't, I don't think I quoted that just right, but he's the only way to get it. It doesn't matter what other church you go to. You better go somewhere where they're telling you Jesus is the only way to get away from hell. And um, I, 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 it scares me to hear these other churches because they, they can get close. They can get real close. But, boy, hell is real today. Um, and if you die lost, that's where you're going. And I just, I don't want anybody to go there. I, I, I love everybody. And, um, and, I, and I love the way you put it the other night, Jeremy, about praying for other people's kids and praying for my kids and then praying for your family and their family. And everybody's got people that they need to, that they want to see come and get saved. And we just got to be a light to those people. And, and we got to follow the Lord because, Jared, when you come up here and stand, your little, your little kids, your little child is going to see that one day. And that's what you need to be an example for, not just you. And I appreciate him, but everybody needs to follow the Lord. We need to be willing to take a step out and follow the Lord. I, I listened to you pray, Cooper, about being bold, about being a bold preacher. And I said amen to that. If I could be a bold preacher for the Lord, I could help somebody today. If we can be bold Christians, we can help somebody today. So you just pray. I, I just want to read a few verses here. And I'm, I'm thankful that the Lord's moving. And he, he's here tonight, and I, I really believe if somebody needed something, they could come get it tonight. I, I remember when I needed something, and the Lord was calling. If the Lord's calling you tonight, you can come get it. So you, you just pray, and I want to read a couple scriptures here. Uh, let me get a drink of this water here. Just starting the very beginning of the chapter, and that would be in Isaiah, and it would be the 55th chapter. 
It says, Ho, everyone that, that thirsteth, come ye to the waters. And he that hath no money, come ye buy and eat. Ye, ye come buy wine and milk without money and without price. And I, just, I love that today. There's, I might just kind of talk a little bit through here and might work my way down. But um, I, 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 was, I didn't really, I'd studied a little bit this last week. I didn't really expect to use this. But um, I, I just love that today because there's, there's a part in Revelation where it talks about the, the mark of the beast. And it talks about you have to have the mark in order to buy and come. To me, I take that as once you're lost, when you know you're lost, is when you can get saved. That's when you can come get what the Lord's offering for free. You have to, you have to know that you need the Lord in order to get that. So you, you just pray. And then the next verse here says, and I, I love this, and I, I want to take my time and, and try to give you what the Lord's given me. Um, and it says, Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread? And, and uh, let me read that first verse again because it, it ties together so good. It says, Ho, everyone that, that thirsteth, come ye to the waters, and he that hath no money, come ye, buy and eat. Ye come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. And the next part it says, Wherefore do ye spend money for that which is not bread? So why would you waste your money? And this is talking about money here, but why would you waste that on something that you can get for free? You're wasting your money is what this is saying. So in the next part it says, And your labor for that which satisfieth not. Why do we as natural people, we let our bodies get in the way, we let our natural parts get in the way to go and get something that does not, does not satisfy the soul. It does not satisfy salvation. Why do we waste our energy to do things that are not for the Lord, that are not for what is going to help the Lord, is not going to glorify the kingdom, it's not going to help anybody get saved? Why, why do we do that? And I, I, that, that's a good question. I think that's just the natural part of us. I think we let that get in the way sometimes. But y'all, let me keep reading. And it says, this is what, this is, so those were questions. And then this is what the statement is. Hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. And I'm so thankful for that. We don't have to waste our time doing things for this world. We don't have to go and, and seek out. We have, to, we, have to have, uh, we have to live. I'll just say it this way. We have to have jobs. But the Lord will help you with, with that. He will help you with a job. He will give you what you need. He'll give you what you need spiritually. He'll give you what you need naturally. And you can be content in it. You can be happy. You can have peace and joy. You can be so happy. I was, I was thinking today, I, 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 don't, I hate to mow. I, I, some people like it. I hate to mow. But I can, I can mow and, and, the, I, and, and the Lord will just come by and just I, all I can say is thank you, Lord, because there's, there's nothing that I need for. I don't need food. I, my, 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 all my kids got shoes. Believe it or not, they all got clothes. They got food to eat. They got a roof over their head. And, we're, and I'm, I've got time to mow. I mean, you think about that. I mean, back then, these people didn't have time to make their yard look good. They were too busy trying to find the water that they needed. There's only one well that they could go to. I've got, I've got so much time and, and extra, extra energy I can spend time mowing. But boy, I'm thankful that one time when I got saved, I took the time to come see what the Lord had for me. And when, that, when the Lord gave me what He had, that just showed how important it was, how good it was, how there, there's nothing in this world that adds up. There's no way I can get it except through the Lord. And I'm, I'm just so thankful for that. Let me read this next verse here because this is another thing that I wanted to get to. And this is, this is talking to the lost as well. It says, Incline your ear and come unto me. 
Hear, and your soul shall live. So this has, to me, that's explaining what, the, what needs to happen. If the Lord's speaking, you need to hear what He's saying. And, it, you know, and, and unfortunately, you've got to listen to me up here because I can feel the Lord moving, and the Lord's telling you something. And if I could, if I could just hide some way, I want, I want you to see the cross when I'm up here preaching. I want you to see the cross when the people are singing, when the choir's singing. Boy, I want, they want you to see Jesus. I know you asked Taylor. He'll tell you the same thing. We're singing about what Jesus did for us. We're preaching about what Jesus did. We want to tell people, and I love this part. It talks about David, and it says, um, Incline your ear and come unto me. Here in your soul shall live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even in the sure mercies of David. And the everlasting covenant it was talking about, it was that he would never leave us. He's never going to leave us. What I did and the, the salvation the Lord gave me when I was a nine-year-old boy, um, he's never going to leave me. He'll never leave me or forsake me. He's there in the morning. He's there at night when no one's around. He's there when I'm mowing the lawn. He's there when I'm at work. He's there when I'm driving to church. You know, I, I was walking out and I looked over and I seen the ambulance at Grandpa's house. I said, oh man, that's not good. So I walked down there and I go in and, and, and like I said, it's not, it wasn't an emergency, but it's an emergency. I mean, there, there, there's a spiritual need there that I wish I could get an ambulance and take him to Jesus and say, here you go. Here's what he needs. You know, we take people to the doctor and I, I believe it. And if when I'm hurt and sick, that's where I'm going. But they can, they can only do so much. There's miracles that happen all the time. They say, well, that, I, nothing that I could have done. I love, they call it a practice. It's called a practice for a reason. They don't know all the answers, but boy, I know one that knows all the answers. I know the ultimate physician because there's a problem that I had that I couldn't solve. The world couldn't solve. I just, I, I, I tell you, I, I, the Lord's just been so good to me. I, I've got a good wife and I've got a good mother. Mother's Day's coming up and there's, I couldn't ask for any better. I couldn't ask for a better church family. I couldn't ask for anything better than what the Lord's give me. And boy, I'm so thankful for that. But I, 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 I preached it on Sunday or Saturday. I've got the best friends in the world. I believe that. I got the best friends in the world, but I got a friend that's going to take me to their side that's better than any one of my friends, and they're not going to get offended when I tell them my best friend is Jesus. And my best friend saved me from hell when I was a nine-year-old boy. And if you're here and lost and you have a need, my best friend can save you. He didn't just die for me. He died for everybody. Now, I, I've heard Terry preach, and I believe it too. He'd have died just for me because that's how much he loves us. But he, you could say that for everybody. He died for you. He died for you. He died for everybody. He died for and boy, that, that's because it's personal. It's a personal relationship with the Lord. It's not because your daddy was a deacon or not because grandpa was a pastor. It's not because anything. The Lord, you have to come to the Lord yourself. And, and I'm so thankful for that. I, I really appreciate being here. I'm thankful the Lord's moving. And, and um, I, if, we, if we want to get a song, Taylor, well, I feel like maybe we'll just give a, a, a one altar call verse or something. But boy, I'm telling you, I, I feel the Lord here and, and I'm, I'm thankful for that. And, um, just, uh, just the thankful the Lord, Lord's with us, Kyle. He's here, he's here every day, all day. And if you do what He says, if you hearken when He's talking, if you hearken and you hear what He's saying, and you come, you can eat, you can take the bread of life freely. You can take the bread, you can take whatever He's offering, you can, you can take it for free. And I'm, I'm just so thankful for that. So, as they sing, if, we, if, the, if the, everyone would stand, please. And um, boy, I just tell you, if, 
if the Lord's moving and He's knocking at your heart, that's an opportunity. Um, and I, I certainly don't want you to waste that. You can't come to the Lord unless He's asking you to come, unless He's calling you. That's what the Bible says. You've got to be hearkening. He's, he's hearkening unto you. The Bible talks about how He's knocking at the door. He says, He's knocking at the door. And you can feel that knocking. I, I'll tell you a little story. My nephew, he's going to get baptized at another church. And I sat down and I wanted to talk with him, you know, just him and I. And I wanted to ask him what had happened to him. I wanted to ask him what was going on. And he gave me the right answers. I'll just say it that way. When I'd ask something, he'd give me the right answers. But he's a nine-year-old. He's the same age I was. And I wouldn't have been able to give you those answers. But boy, it doesn't matter. The answers that I would have given, all I know is that there was something that was changed. That, the boy that got RJ that got saved the other night, he said, I am saved. I feel like I'm saved. The, the, the man that was blind, they come and asked him. They asked him three or four times what happened to him. He said, I don't know what happened. All I know is, is that I was blind and now I see. And that's, that's what it takes to be saved. You don't have to know all about it. You don't have to know the book cover to cover. But boy, I recommend reading it because the Lord's in there too. But boy, if, if your Lord's knocking at your heart today and giving you an opportunity, you can get saved today. If you've got a need, you can come get your need filled up. The Lord can take care of your need. He might not take away the problem, but He can help you get through it. He can let you get close. He can light that fire back up. He can kindle that fire back up. And you can be on fire for God because we need you today. I'm so thankful when people follow the Lord. As Shayla was walking up, I said, Thank you, Lord, for people following the Lord. Because that's what it takes in this thing. People follow the Lord. So I, I appreciate being here. But uh, please, if anybody's got anything they need, if they need to move, come on. Don't waste any more time. Don't waste your money on things that don't do any good. Don't waste your work and your labor on things that aren't going to benefit you. Don't waste your time. Don't waste it in this world. Come to the Lord, and He can help you. Brother Neil, that was real powerful preaching, and it helped me. I appreciate it. Does anybody else have anything at all on your heart? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I felt the Lord in that. Uh, Blaine said, let's get together and uh, let's really get in here and pray for uh, Neil, Neil's grandpa. And uh, he's got a real spiritual need. I appreciate how Neil worded that. So let's just all who wants to and willing to come gather in. Let's have prayer.
Appreciate that. Appreciate that request. Really felt the Lord in that. Does anybody else have anything at all? talking about the other night. I'm thankful for a church who will labor for people. Anybody else have anything? have anything. It's been said plenty, but it's been good to be here tonight. People don't come to Wednesday night services. They're really missing out. Nobody else has anything. We'll ask you to stand to your feet. And we'll ask Brother Vince to dismiss us in prayer.